Picasso fathered a child when he was eighty-two, said Nora, so there's no reason why you shouldn't. Nora loved quoting Picasso at me endlessly, drawing comparisons between the Spanish artist and myself, despite the fact that in this anecdote he was twice my age. I'd always dreamt of having children some day, and I couldn't quite believe it when it finally happened. I was hugely proud of Hilary for giving me such an amazing baby boy, and so proud of him too. I quickly became an older father ball, and have remained one ever since. Peter Saunders delivered Jack at the Portland Hospital, wearing a dinner jacket, not at our insistence, but because he was on his way to a gynaecological dinner. Do you want to put on some gloves and help, he asked me. For the money I was paying him, I thought he could do it on his own, so I declined his invitation. A face peered round the door of Hillary's room. Any news? asked Nigel. It was my client, the actor Nigel Havers. Clunk. All right, I'll stop doing it now. I'd called him earlier and mentioned Hillary was coming to the boil, though to be honest I hadn't expected him to appear quite so quickly. The nurse on the front desk was in such a flutter at seeing Nigel of Passage to India fame, a.k.a. the posh man from Coronation Street and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, that she ushered him straight to the delivery room. By coincidence, he was also wearing a dinner jacket. Looking back, the whole scene had suddenly become very Downton Abbey. Right. How and why was Nigel Havers just allowed to wander into the delivery room? I mean, I know it was the 80s, but it's a bit suspect. Also, why was he so desperate to be there in the first place? Isn't the birth meant to be a kind of family-only affair? It's a bit weird. Yeah, OK. Can we just get on now? Are you on your way somewhere? I asked Nigel Havers. No, actually, when you rang, I was trying on an old dinner jacket I'd bought from Piero de Monzi in Chelsea years ago to see if it still fitted, so I thought I'd just come straight over. Loved you in chariots of fire, by the way, said Peter Saunders, mid-delivery. Did you do all your own hurdling? Care to help? Peter offered Nigel some gloves as Jack's head started to protrude from Hillary's nether regions. What? Is that within BMA guidelines, that you're allowed to offer anyone that just happens to walk into the room a go at delivering a baby? No, of course not. No, I'm fine, thanks, old boy, said Nigel. As far as I can see, you seem to be doing jolly well. And he was, producing a very handsome baby weighing seven pounds and fourteen and a half ounces. My wife's going to kill me, said Peter as he was clearing up the debris. I've got blood all over my dress shirt and it was brand new. I should have worn an apron, but I always think those things make me look like a pathologist. As Peter departed, Hilary handed me Jack. Nigel and I headed off on a lap of honour and left Hilary to be tidied up. While I went to the loo, Nigel struck up a conversation with a dowager and her expectant daughter who were standing outside their room. We were back in Downton Abbey again. "'What a beautiful baby, Mr Havers,' she said. "'He looks so like you.' "'Thank you so much, but he's not actually my baby,' said Nigel. "'I'm just holding him while my friend goes to the loo.' "'Left holding the baby, eh?' gushed the toothy daughter. "'Quite,' said Nigel, as I returned to join the party." It is true that the baby Jack did bear a striking resemblance to Nigel, and what with my friend's reputation as a bit of a ladies' man, I made a mental note to double-check with him later 
just in case there was anything he wanted to tell me. Oh my God, Nigel Havers is my real dad. Have you seen that poor baby over there, said the dowager? Why, what's wrong with it? asked the daughter. Oh, the poor little mite's got the most terrible dark rash across its face and over its tiny little hands too. Mummy, don't be ridiculous. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a black baby, she replied. What? shrieked the dowager at the Portland. Wow. While Nigel and I had been showing off Jack, another two of my clients, Richard Griffiths and Leslie Phillips, clunk, triple clunk, had phoned the hospital and been put through to Hillary. Leslie had called reverse charges, saying that he was in someone else's house, but Hilary was sure she'd heard his wife in the background muttering and banging pots and pans around while she was cooking. Leslie always found a way to ring me reverse charges. It was business, so he thought the office, that is me, should pay...